Good health is a crown worn by the healthy that only the ill can see. Your health really is your wealth. Join us for the next hour as we explore disease and attaining and maintaining good health. This is Dischem Medical Monday, brought to you by Dischem, pharmacists who care. And good morning to you. I'm Kathy Kayla, and this is 101.9 High FM. This is Dischem Medical Monday. And uh, we've got an absolutely fascinating, fascinating hour for you. Uh, firstly, we're trying out something different. Uh, once a month, we're going to have a pharmacist in studio with us, and we're going to be talking about medications. What are the interactions? And we're talking about the medications that are commonly used, not just, the, you know, the headache tablets, but also, you know, something that's widely prescribed, like um, one of the proton pump, pump inhibitors, you know, like your Nexiums or your anything that's going to stop acid reflux. So that's what's coming up. Today is actually quite a controversial topic, and I'll tell you why. I want you to think back to South Africa prior to... Firstly, firstly, I'm Kathy Kayler. <laughs> this is the Skip Medical Monday. My engineer this morning is Craig. I, think, I, I forgot my manners, Craig. I le- must have left them at the airport yesterday. Uh, and also my producer, Harry Seleke. Thank you so much. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me, I'd love you to. 34519, that is the text line. Those SMSs are charged at 150. You can also send me a text on Telegram, and that number is 061-895-1019. You can tweet at FM or you can post a message on FM's Facebook page. All right, let me, let me talk about today. And I was thinking about it, and the first time that I became aware of medications that were used off-label was during the COVID-19 pandemic. Do you remember the whole thing about ivermectin? Ivermectin is a very cheap drug that was used to um, to treat a parasite, right? And it's actually predominantly used in cattle. For some reason, I don't know, the research, whatever it was, a lot of people started taking it during the pandemic. I was one of them, actually. Uh, just because I'm high risk, I lost my two best friends to, in the pandemic, and I just, I was not willing to take any chances. And I did take ivermectin. Whether it helped or whether it didn't help, I don't know. All I know is that, thank God, I didn't get COVID. But it was used off-label. That is a medication that is prescribed for one thing, but actually used <coughs> for something else completely. So, for example, uh, when I was researching this, I found out that Viagra, you know what Viagra is, right? Viagra, the way that Viagra works is it it uh, dilates your blood vessels, allowing more blood to go through, which actually also lowers your blood pressure. And so a lot of the time, Viagra is actually prescribed for people who have hypertension, which I'm, I'm absolutely fascinated about. I'm sure that there are other drugs that are also prescribed, but it's used off-label for that. You with me? Are you picking up what I'm putting down? So that's what we're talking about today. But today we're specifically talking about drugs that are used off-label for weight loss. Okay? You might know some of these names. Ozempic, Contrave, Metformin. For Sega, uh, Saxenda, there's a whole list of them. And joining me 
to share the information is the one and only dispensary manager at Diskem Linksfield, David Kahn. Morning, David. Thank you Morning, so much Jackie. for your time. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming in. It's just really lovely to have a guest in studio and to have such a nice guest mm. in studio. And we're talking such interesting things. So, yeah, I mean, it's absolutely fascinating that so many drugs that are made for completely different uh, uh, conditions are actually being used for weight loss. And that's why I thought we should definitely talk about this. I suppose one of the most widely prescribed would be Ozempic. At the moment, Ozempic is the most widely prescribed because of its weight loss benefits. Okay. So what is the actual primary role of Ozempic? Who's a, who, who would normally use Ozempic? Ozempic is indicated for use in treating type 2 diabetics. Mm-hmm. It increases the functionality of insulin and it decreases the release of glucagon in response to food. Okay. So the result of that is that you have slower gastric emptying. So after a meal, people's stomachs empty slower. So less um, absorption of the foods happens. It's slower. So you'd feel full for longer? You feel full for longer. It also acts via the brain where it satisfies the society, the satiety center, which is what controls your, your appetite. Mm. And then in addition to that, it has cardio benefits as well. It's cardioprotective. It decreases the plaques that build up in the aorta, causing cholesterol. Really? It has anti-inflammatory effects on that. That's yeah. amazing. So, so it might even be prescribed not necessarily for people with with weight loss um, goals, but it might be prescribed for people who have a lot of plaque. Correct, it? yes. That's amazing. Um, Look, yeah. the, the big challenge, as I understand it at the moment, is availability. Availability is a nightmare at the moment. Why? Um, thanks to the Kardashians and the community in um, Los Angeles yes. there's been a worldwide shortage of this drug the issue with it is that you need to be on it for at least three months to have the full effect yes. and then you need maintenance and maintenance doesn't mean dropping to a lower dose Ozempic is actually registered in the USA there's a product named Wegovi yes. um, which is the exact same molecule and there, that is registered for use for weight loss. Do we get that here? We don't get it here. Ozempic, the highest dosing is a one milligram per week dose. Wegovy, because of it being used for weight loss, comes mm-hmm. in a pen which delivers a two milligram dose. Okay. So, it's Ozempic is absolutely used off label. Yes. And. Suddenly, everybody's diabetic. We we could have we could have a dedicated phone line for people phoning in. Have you got Ozempic in stock? And the doctors are just writing and scripts. The doctors tend to write prescriptions on demand, particularly. Well, I can't even say that it's a South African phenomenon. No, it's global apparently. Um, in Canada, close to the border. Fifteen percent of prescriptions are actually going to U.S. citizens who are crossing border wow. to get this drug. Wow. Yeah. 
What happens to people who are actually diabetic and, and need the drug? Are there, are there, I don't know, is, there, is it ethical to um, give it to somebody who's using it for weight loss versus somebody who actually needs it for, you know, diabetes? For diabetes. Yeah, for type 2 diabetes. It is unethical. However, just the fact that it's available under the brand name Wigavi, used for that, for weight loss, people are going to circumvent that. What's the price difference, would you know, between Wigavi and uh, Zempic? In South Africa, well, I mean, we don't get Wigavi. I mean, we don't get it yet, no. It would be nice if I we mean, did because it would take the pressure off the medication for diabetics, right? Yes. The, the problem is that... Um, Nova, the manufacturer, cannot cope with the demand of either product at the moment. That's crazy. That's absolutely yeah. crazy. Yeah. Are you taking Ozempic? I'd love to know what your results are. I have to tell you, I went and I read the studies of uh, all the research of all of these different medications that we're going to be talking about now. And Ozempic, I think um, they did a study in 400 in 400 people, I think it was, and over a 12-month period, they lost six pounds. And I thought, well, what's the big fuss about? That's not so impressive. That's mm. it's just over three kilos. So, yes. how is it that <clears throat> in reality a lot of people are seeing better results, as opposed to on the studies? The starting point should be a lifestyle change, and dietary change. Yeah, and um, if you aren't going to make those changes, the weight is going to come back. The The trend is towards encouraging patients to go for lifestyle changes and then rather to go for something like bariatric surgery, yeah. which has longer-term implications and better results. But and maybe somebody's not a candidate for that. They just want to drop. Yeah, yeah they just want know. to drop weight. Yeah. yeah. Um, is thinness good for health? Yeah, they're not necessarily That's the, the question. same thing. Yes. Uh, metabolic health affects everything to do with our bodies. So. Well, most diseases today are lifestyle diseases, are they not? That's correct, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. So, and what, what you were saying about weight loss, um, company Lily has a GLP-1 antagonist available called Trulicity. It's not as effective when it comes to weight loss as Ozempic. However, they have just had a, a new molecule fast-tracked and it's going to be trading branded Munjaro and that has even more impact on weight loss. Okay, can you, you mentioned a term there which I came across certainly in researching. GLP-1. What is GLP-1? Yes. GLP-1 receptor. Yes. That is the the site where this molecule works. Acts. Okay. Yes. So most of these yes. medica medications that we're going to be discussing today are GLP-1s or are they from different they work differently? Um the, these are GLP-1s, yes. 
Contrave is different. Yes. Okay, we're going to talk about Contrave because that's okay. a very interesting one. Yes. I'm Kathy Kayla. This is 101.9 High FM. This is Diskem Medical Monday. My guest this morning is David Kahn. He's a dispensary manager at Diskem Linksfield. If you have got any questions, if you've got any queries, if you have any comments, you're welcome to share them on SMS 34519, on Telegram on 061-895-1019, or you're welcome to give me a call. And that number is... Oh one oh one forty thirty twenty. Let's go to the lines. Morning, Sean. Hi, how are you doing? Very well, thank you. How are you? Good, good. So I started taking Ozempic last year um, under the guidance of my cardiologist. He yes. advised me to take it because uh, specifically because I'm insulin resistant. Right. But it's it's predominantly to lose weight, and I follow a number of doctors and people using it overseas on TikTok, and it's it's not. Um, you know, it's not, uh, people are using it all over for weight loss, and I don't think it's against what it was designed for. I don't think that people who are taking it for um, diabetes, or, I mean, I know there's a shortage, but like for me, for example, I, I carry weight just in my stomach because it's, it's um, insulin resistance. Right. What it actually does is that it actually switches off the, what they describe as that, that noise in your head to eat. So... Like, I, I just never get full. So I can eat, like, a full pizza on my own. And after that dessert, you, there's something in your brain that just doesn't tell you when it's enough. That's amazing. This medication, this medication actually just tells you, but you're full, you've eaten enough, it's enough now. And it takes that, that, that food noise out of your head. Like, I, I used to go, like, in the day, I, every, everything I did revolved around what I was going to eat, when I was going to eat. And I'm not overweight, but it sits in my stomach. So... I don't think it's just to lose weight. It just takes that, that noise out of your head that you constantly need to eat. And lifestyle changes are not going to fix that. And, and how is your, your health generally since you've been on it? Fine. So when I started last year, I was injecting it into my stomach, and I suffered from the worst nausea that I've ever had in my life. I was throwing up permanently. Yeah. So what they advised on TikTok with all these experts is try to do it either in the arm or the leg, I've started it again, and I've got absolutely no nausea. I've had no side effects whatsoever. The weight is coming off slowly, but the slower, the better, because then it stays off. But obviously, if you if you go off the medication, you're going to start eating again, because yeah. that, that noise comes back in your head that, I need to eat, I need to eat. It's like this fight or flight for food. Yeah, that's so interesting. So how long have you been on it? So this time, uh, today is going to be my fourth week. Um, and I'm on 0.25 milligrams, which is the starting dose. Then after that, you go up to 0.5. Uh, but it all depends on what you can tolerate with it. But I don't think that it's um, morally wrong that people are taking it. There's a lot of information on... I know TikTok's not a doctor, but there are a lot of doctors and people, experts on there, that are commenting why it's, it's, it's not uh, morally wrong to, to be using this medication. People who have that brain noise of just permanently needing to eat or prepare the meal or where's my next meal there's something wrong in our in our chemical makeup that makes us do this yeah sean thank and you so much for your change call isn't gonna fix that amazing thank you so much for your call and, for, oh, and no. just for sharing the insight and just all the best to you and good thanks. health thank you <laughs> thanks thank sean. You. take care yeah. bye-bye I'm Kathy Kaler. This is Diskem Medical Monday. My guest this morning is David Kahn. That was Sean. And you can hashtag be like Sean if, you would, if you've got any questions. We're talking about Ozempic. We're talking about medications that are...
prescribed for one condition but are used off-label for weight loss. You with me? You picking up what I'm putting down? Well, if you've got any questions, comments, you want to share your experiences, we'd love to hear from you, wouldn't we, Dave? Sure. We would. And you can give us a call on 0101403020. All right, let's uh, interesting to hear what what Dave was saying. And of course, you Sean, know, yeah. I mean, sorry, Sean. Um it's very interesting because the fat around our organs is going to make our organs less efficient. And that's what he was saying. Is that with, is correct. With insulin when, when you when you've got insulin resistance or pre-diabetic, yeah. um, carrying visceral fat, fat around the organs in the abdomen, abdomen, that leads to diabetes. Amazing. All right, so let's w- one, one question we couldn't have for Sean was, does he have an exercise routine? Um, he sounded pretty energetic in yes, his he car. Does. <laughs> yes, he <laughs> Yes. And, yes, it is a good product for weight loss. So that is the controversy around the product. So, it, so. something that uh, came up again and again and again with most of these medications is that the minute you start taking, you stop taking it, everything returns to normal. So the benefit of that is that you don't have long-lasting side effects. You don't have addiction problems like with, uh, with appetite suppressants uh, in the past, right? That is correct. Um, why would yeah. somebody need to take something like a Zempic or any of these other medications which we'll be talking about, rather than just taking a, a medication that's leptin. I mean, do we have such a medication that is leptin? Leptin is, is a peptide that our, that our body releases that makes us feel full. And some people just, it just doesn't get released. Or amino acid, I think it is. Yes, no? Um. You're catching me there. Okay, forget yeah. it. All right, let's okay. move on. Let's move on. I said that we were going to talk about Contrave. Yes. Contrave. What is it indicated for? Contrave is indicated for people like Sean who have cravings. They have a, and I'm sorry, I'm not calling Sean an addict, but people who become dependent upon substances easier. So addictive contrave, personalities. Yes. Contrave is a combination of one of the antidepressants um, known as Wellbutrin. And Wellbutrin many years ago was just dis- it was discovered that once people started taking it after about two weeks, if they were smokers, suddenly smoking became a problem to them. Interesting. Um, it became repugnant. And they started marketing that as Zyban, which was used as a smoking cessation drug. So what they've done with this now is combined it with Naltima, Naltrexone. Naltrexone is a drug that's used for people withdrawing from other drug abuse. Right. So a lower dose combination of Welbutrin and Naltrexone is allowing people to suspend their cravings for substances such as smoking. Contrave is marketed for diet, for weight control. Could you use it for somebody who's having cravings for alcohol, for, for instance? Does it work on those same receptors in your brain, um, you know, your, your it, pleasure it, receptors? It will have a slight effect. The, the naltrexone would work for that more. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
not the Wellbutrin. Isn't isn't it very dangerous to be taking something that's going to be having an impact on your brain, like an antidepressant would? It's something that's always been a concern to me, um, and I feel that a lot of the antidepressants are prescribed far too soon, particularly in our South African society. Yeah. Um, mind you, Australia is pretty much up there as well. I think the whole world, actually. Yeah. 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 So I, I'm not one to say that you have to be applying tough love to every situation in your life. However, we are becoming a society that is very quick to desire taking medications than rather than making any form of change. Well, it's much and easier to pop a pull, isn't it? It is easy wanna to pop a pull. Want to feel happy, pop a pull. Want to get but up, it, But isn't it lovely getting out into nature and not having to have intense exercise, just going for a walk at Huddle Park? It's therapeutic. Yeah. It's, it's not the same as... Um, Running on a treadmill, getting out in nature and being active is good for our mental well-being, our spiritual well-being, and it has the benefits. It controls your diet. So it helps. Is Contrave also an injection? I mean, no, it's a tab- no, Contrave is a tablet. Okay, so something that we didn't mention is Ozempic. If you, um, this is the drug that we were talking about earlier for type, it's uh, indicated to treat type two diabetes. It's a, it's a once a week injection. Ozempic uh, is a once a week injection, which has been a game changer. At which point you completely lose me. You realize yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've they've managed to modify the molecule that it doesn't get metabolized in your body. Yeah, as quickly as the older generation ones. I mean, your your body manufactures basically this substance in response to eating. However, if you're becoming insulin resistant, it's not working as efficiently. So by using the industrially modified molecules, you're making them longer acting. The first brand that was available in South Africa was Victoza required a daily dosage and then um, came Trulicity which is about two years ago Trulicity came onto the market that was the first one requiring a once a week dosage brilliant for diabetics mediocre for weight control Um, semaglutide Ozempic is the real game changer when it comes to that it's very expensive it's costing about on on the one milligram pen. It's costing about three thousand two hundred, three thousand four hundred rand a month. In the USA, people are paying thirteen hundred US dollars per month for that same product. Mm. Incredible. Are all of yeah. these are all of these medications expensive? Yes, um, Trilicity is about twelve hundred rand a month. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm. And Contrave. Contrave full dose is also about twelve hundred rand a month. Okay, but as yeah. three thousand two hundred—that's that, yeah, that's a lot. Aside yeah. from the fact that you probably can't get it anyway, right? Yes, yes. Okay, and that, there's a that's worldwide once shortage. again that—that's the biggest challenge is that people are desperate to get it. We receive our stock, and within two days, it's it's sold out. So some people are having these erratic stop starts on the product, which is not good. And if if people come in with a new prescription for it and we don't have stock at that stage, I'll say to them, I 
I, if I was in your shoes, I wouldn't actually be starting this drug until the supply stabilizes. Yeah, until you can guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, can we talk about metformin? Yes. Um, how does metformin work? And how does that compare to a contrave, which is indicated for depression and for uh, addictive personalities? Okay. Metformin is a very old drug used to treat diabetes. Um, it makes your insulin more functional. Yes. That, that's the lay description of how it works. It also has cardioprotective benefits. So in obese people, it does result in a slight amount of weight loss. However, getting your insulin working properly controls your sugar. And the end result is that it does protect the heart. It creates a, a healthier environment for the heart to function. Yeah, in the studies of all of these medications that I went into, the weight loss wasn't massive. No. And so I started thinking about it, and I was thinking, well, maybe the role of these medications is more to motivate the person taking it to change their life because you feel better. And because you're losing weight, you're already, you know, half the battle is almost won. You're not going to go and eat half a chocolate cake. You're not going to... You might have a teaspoon of that chocolate cake, as an example. That it, it becomes psychological motivation, right? Yes, I mean, yes. uh, that's because yeah. when you look at the studies, the weight loss is not big. It's, uh, even for um, for Zempic, it wasn't very large. You know, I would have thought that Zempic over a twelve-month period would have said, you know, forty pounds or twenty yes, kilograms yes. or whatever. It didn't. Yeah, yeah. If a person doesn't lose. Um, up to four or five percent of their body weight within three months, then there's no point in continuing. That's very interesting. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm sure it's no. It's not. There's no point in continuing on any, anything because it's not doing anything. Yes. Okay. Um, there's one here called Forziga. 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 Yes. Forziga. Yes. Okay. How yeah. does that work? That makes your body excrete glucose in the urine. So it decreases your, it, it starves your blood of sugar, basically. Yes. So circulating glucose is stripped out of the body. Um, people that start on Forxiga are warned that they can develop um, fungal infections in the urinary tract. Um, Why? Because it's increasing the sugar level in the urine. So it's, uh, it's okay. feeding into a, a thrush that might be there. Oh, it's so like yeast and infections and things yes, like that. Yes, yes. So that, that's the... The worst possible side effect to starting on that drug, um, it also has wonderful cardiac benefits. So it's even prescribed to non-diabetics because of its effects on the heart. Interesting. Yeah. And, and um, that would, that's available? That's there's, available. There's no shortage Correct. of yes. metformin or uh, contrave or Forxiga? No, there's no shortage of those drugs. Okay, it's just and Forxiga also results in weight loss because it, because of what it does to sugar. Yeah. So if people are going to continue eating the wrong foods and taking Forxiga, they won't lose weight, but their, their sugar control will be better. Yeah. You know, it, there's certain things yeah. that just defy logic. And I, I, hear, I hear the benefit of all of these things. But, you know, if you walk, as you were saying, go for a walk in Huddle Park. If you walk around the whole of Huddle Park, I think it's 18 kilometers or something ridiculous. It's a lot. 
Um, that's a really, really good walk. You do, but because you're outdoors, you're not going to notice it. It's not a laborious walk. But at the same time, you're developing muscles, and muscle breaks down fat. And you're actually getting your systems going naturally. Speaking of muscle, yes, um, that is one of the possible negative effects of using these agents, Ozempic. And yes, I was going to ask you yeah. about Ozempic. They call it Ozempic loss, face, I think it is. Yes, besides fat loss, people also lose muscle. Muscle burns energy. Yes. So when you stop taking it after losing your weight and losing muscle, you aren't burning energy. You're going back to your old eating habits. The weight comes back. So you with really friends. do ha- yeah, with friends. <laughs> Hello, yo yo. <laughs> yo yo, yes. Yeah, yeah. We, all, we all know yo yo. <laughs> so medical aids, health insurers in the USA are not going to pay for weight loss drugs. Um, do they pay for it here? Imagine? No, no. People are paying out of their savings. Yeah. Once their savings is depleted. That's it. That's what they're paying for. Three and a half thousand bucks a month. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Forty. 40,000 rand a year. Yeah. What other medications are used off, off, uh, what's it called, off license or off label for weight loss? I mean, are these the main ones? Those are the main ones, yes. Okay, so. I mean, you've got your, your old amphetamine style um, appetite suppressants. Yes. I mean, in, in the 80s, 90s, we had all of those over counter preparations. Slimmies, Nobies, etc. That oh people could gosh, buy. Oh my gosh, those there's names that I haven't heard yes. in a very long time. <laughs> yeah, and then they they disappeared because those molecules were being used in the illicit drug market to um, to manufacture drugs. Um, there was so one that was very high in caffeine. I can't remember, but it was it, it kind of kept you awake, and I remember we used to take it before. We yes, in exams, our, in our wonderful national working. service days, if we st- if we stood guard <laughs> duty, we used to take nobies to stay awake at night. Um, but those, yeah, the, the, those side effects were awful. You'd start becoming very angry with yourself, angry with society. Oh, okay. Like it's, it causes serious mood changes yeah. after a few days. Um, yeah, then at the moment you've got your old drug called duramine which is um, one of the amphetamine style ones that has good results people need to take it for three months or so Um, it works it's stimulant and it suppresses appetite because of that you know I, i hear the challenges we live in a an instant gratification society yes when you want to lose weight it's not per gram per day you want to lose 20 kilograms in a month. Do you know what I mean? But Correct, yes. I, I just know that if you, as fast as you lose weight, that's how fast you're going to put it yeah, back on. Yeah. If you lose it yeah. really, really gl- gradually and you have a slice of pizza, there's no sweat. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Your body will, you know, you'll go through that whole homeostatic process and that's it. Anyhow, I'm Kathy yes. Kayla and this is Discam Medical Monday. My guest this morning is David Kahn. He's a dispensary manager at Discam Linksfield. We're talking about off-label um, medications that are used, no, we are <laughs> prescription or pills or drugs that are used off-label for weight loss. What if you've if you've lost a lot of weight? 
How have you done it? How have you got healthier? Let me know. 34519 is the SMS line. You can also send a telegram on 061-895-1019. If you like, you can even give us a call. Right, Craig? Craig's nodding. He says yes. He'll run and answer your call if you want to give us a call. And the number is, uh, what is it? It's 01-01-40-30-20. That's the number here in studio, and you can give us a call, and you can speak to us. 01-01-40-30-20. We're talking about medications used for weight loss. If you had to lose weight and you were given a buffet, a buffet of medications, David, what medications would you take? Something that, Myself. I don't know, maybe vitamins or, yeah, what would you do to lose weight? And I, it's not really a fair question because you're not a dietitian, you're a pharmacist. Yes. So let's look at a I, pharmacological solution. In, in, the, in the mid-80s, I had that problem. Really? Yes. And I would never know. I, I started running. And do you run still? I do. Even when someone's not chasing you? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and that changed the way I eat. Yeah. Um, I love my food. I love my sweet foods. Um, I've got a lovely wife who does a lot of home baking. Yes. And so there's never a shortage of that sort of confectionery in the house. Um, I don't run to stay so thin anymore. Um, you run for the pleasure of it. I run for the love of it. Um, it it's a it's a good feel good therapy. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's an amazing thing. I'll, I'll tell yeah. you. I'll tell you what uh, what I'm something doing something interesting. Um, there's been a study in Europe. Yeah. Um, recently assessing various diets. Yes. And the low carb, high protein ketogenic diet, mm. which is basically Professor Tim Notes has been advocating for yes. the last decade and a bit yes. is proving to be the most sustainable form of natural weight loss and that comes with um, other health benefits as well um, cardiac, circulatory diabetes control but I suppose it's also uh, about being conscious Yes. Conscious of what we're putting into our mouth. Yes. All right. So, um, if you've got any questions, you're welcome to send them through on 34519. That is the SMS line. You can also send us a telegram on 061-895-1019. Joining me in studio this morning, David Kahn. He's a dispensary manager at Discam Linksfield. We're talking about drugs that are prescribed off-label for weight loss. If you've lost a lot of weight, I would love to know how you've done it. Joining us, on the line is Shirley. Morning, Shirley. Hi, Kathy. It's Shirley. Hello. I just wanted to ask, I'm on two different medications for diabetes. One is Gelra and the other is Metformin. Now I believe there's a combination tablet called Gelra Met. How does that compare? Should one carry on with the two separate ones or can one combine it? Will it make no difference? Um, it's always more convenient to take a combination drug because people don't like swallowing a lot of tablets. And the combination will actually save you money because the Jalra on its own is probably more expensive than the entire combination. And it will give the same result? Absolutely. Oh, fantastic. Thank well, you. I'm just curious about it. You're welcome. There you go. 
See, you can hashtag be like Shirley, hashtag be like Sean, give us a call. And that number is 0101403020. Joining me is David Kahn. He's a dispensary manager at Diskem Linksfield. And uh, this is a new feature to the Diskem Medical Monday that we're going to be doing. Once a month, we're going to get uh, get David in, and we're going to talk about medications. I think one of the things that we should definitely be talking about going forward is fentanyl and pain medications. Um, I was seeing statistics about Israel. I mean, we we know what's happening in the United States. Yes. And 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 uh, what's it? Oxycodone. Oxycodone, oxycontin. Yeah. Yes. Highly, highly addictive and very, mm. very, very toxic. It's uh, it's mm. incredible. So, I think maybe next month we talk about those if we can. Is is that a problem in South Africa, fentanyl? Not hugely. No, we haven't followed on from it. Yeah. <laughs> you see, yeah. you see, that's another very positive yeah. thing about South Africa, aside from our w- lovely weather. Okay, so if you were, so you were talking about your lifestyle needing to change, right? Yes. Um, so our walk in the mornings, on the average morning, we do about six and a half, seven kilometers. On Sundays, we can do as much as twelve, right? And it is just, it's amazing. And the walking's good. It doesn't put too much pressure on your knees and on your ankles. And, on your, you know, it's great. And you exactly. feel amazing and you build up this really healthy sweat. As your, your fat cells crying <laughs> when you sweat. <laughs> but I just find that when I'm walking, and this speaks to what you were saying earlier, is when I'm walking and when I'm exercising, I eat differently. I make more responsible choices. Because you feel, Correct. well, I'm already ahead of the game. So... Why take three steps back? You know, I'm not yes. going to have that glass of wine. Or and it's not a matter of depriving yourself because you feel good for making those decisions. Does that sound Dead sanctimonious? Right. Dead right. Yes. But it, it's it's just it's an amazing thing mm-hmm. how everything works together. You know. Okay. So yeah. if you were going to take a health, well, a a weight loss aid with a pharmacological Intervention. What do you think would be the best, best option? Right now, mm. depending on what the cause of my issue is. Yeah. If it is craving control, then I think that the contrave would be the option. Um, if I have pre-diabetes, and that is easy to identify via a simple blood test, which measures your average. Um, blood glucose level over a period of three to six months. Um, if you are heading that way, then I would certainly want to be on a Zempic. Yeah. Um, affordability is the issue. Yeah. Carol weighing in, she says, uh, Dear David and Kathy, your program so far this morning has shocked the daylights out of me. Well, I suppose it is quite shocking. Is I that suppose. a good shock or a bad shock? Well, um, it may, well shocking is generally not good (laughs) oh my gosh remember those days when we had electricity um carol goes on to say how do people afford these medications which are not covered by medical aid yeah exactly i mean you've got to save up it's a it's a lot of money it's a huge amount of money it's crazy and that's the full the full dose of uh a zempic right you said it was like three thousand call it three thousand two hundred rand a month yeah yes that's uh, crazy. Yes. Uh, Marco weighing in. Hello, Marco. He says, 
eat plenty of boiled foods, example, eggs, chicken, mince and veggies. I always feel satisfied for long periods and very easy to prepare and keep it simple. That's great. That's High a great suggestion. Yeah, you know, yes. it's, it's something interesting also. And it's not just what you eat, it's when you eat it. You know, if you're going to have that sandwich, have it in the morning, don't have it at night. Yes. Where you're not going to be able to mm. break down and yeah. use the carbs. And, and another method of diet control, which some people seem to be doing, is intermittent fasting. Yes. However, it's very difficult socially yes. to maintain that lifestyle because we're social beings. We like to eat together. And it's not very easy. So in studies that have been conducted, there's a a high attrition rate to people who commence those programs. Yeah, I imagine. Although, I mean, twelve, a 12-hour 12 fast is not difficult to do between 7 p.m. and 7 a.m. 7 p.m. and 7 a.m. Yeah, but that's what we do when we sleep. Well, um, basically, if you sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just yeah. saying, you know, yeah. uh, it's not that difficult. Yes. You just eat your dinner a little bit earlier yeah. and you eat your breakfast a little bit later. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just moving them out a little bit. Mm. Anyhow, um, Brasazi, you were talking about going to Huddle Park. And uh, Brasazi, he's weighing in, he says, I sometimes take time off to go to hammock, go hammock camping. Doesn't that sound exotic and lovely? Hammock camping. Says I find it very therapeutic. Absolutely, also would find it very, very therapeutic. <laughs> okay, so other other tips, other other, I don't know if if uh, somebody's is uh, on a diet, should they take vitamins? Vitamins are good for a diet. Yes. Why? Yeah, because if if you're restricting your your calorie intake, um, it's difficult to get your full your full nutritional spectrum in your diet. It can be. However, eating healthily and avoiding the processed foods, and unfortunately, because of our current economic situation, our population is buying down, buying cheaper, buying processed foods because it's, it's easier to store them. And those foods do not carry good nutritional content and value. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's interesting. And, I mean, in, in addition to our load shedding problems, we know for a fact that people are changing how they're getting their meals. And because of the disruption, a lot of people are buying the fast foods. And, Food I mean, you can, yeah. you, can, you can see the, the McDonald's queues in the evenings, particularly towards month end. It's almost like it's a, a once-a-month once month treat um, but a lot of people live by that as well. Yeah. So that that comes with its problems as well. So keep keeping it as natural as possible is going to get you off the requirement to have the supplements. It's interesting. Uh, there's another trend that um, a family member actually shared with me about under eating. That if you're not getting enough nutrients, the effect on your body, your body can then start holding on to everything that you are eating and not yes. want to use that and it can actually result yes. in weight loss. I mean, weight in gain. weight gain. Correct. If you are under eating, yes. if you're not eating enough. Yes. So it's, it's yeah. you know, yeah. 
There's so much I information know. out there, but what's right and what's wrong? Yeah. I mean, we, you and I grew up at a time where they told us, do you remember the food pyramid? Yes. Where the carbs, those massive, the most, your diet had to be mainly made up of carbs. That was your pastas and your yeah. rice and your bread. Do you remember the food pyramid? 100%. And then on top of that was your protein. Yes. And on top of that was your food and vegetables. And might, that might have been reversed. Yeah. Uh, you know, but it's, it's all wrong. It's completely wrong. Correct. It's, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So look, this isn't really a talk about nutrition. <laughs> but uh, what are the other food supplements, things that if somebody is wanting to lose weight in a more natural way or perhaps, you know, they've got, they haven't read the package insert, because nobody ever does, of any of these medications. And just to... Uh, just to remind you, if you've just joined us, the medications that we're talking about is Ozempic, that's a weekly I- injection, Contrave, that is a, uh, it's an antidepressant that is uh, used for weight loss, Metformin, um, Foxiga, for is that how I say it? Foxiga, yes. F-O-R-X-I-G-A. Yes. Uh, Saxenda, uh, Xenical. So Xenical is an interesting product that was launched in the early 90s. Yeah. And that is a product that binds fat in your diet. So if a person takes it and they don't focus on eating less fatty content foods, they're going to have a very fatty stool. But we need fat in our diet. We do need fat in our diet, and and the female body requires more fat than the male body. I know. Because look a lot at of us. Hormone. <laughs> <laughs> but we do yeah. need we do need fat in our diet. So we do some, need fat so in something our diet. like that wouldn't be ident- ideal. The Xenical? Xenical, um Once does, again, it's it, does it depend on the type of fat that you have? You know, if you eat half an avocado. Will it take the, will Xenical take the fat from? It'll strip that fat out as well, yes. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So your, um, your so-called bad fats, it'll strip them out as well. So Xenical's got to be timed with your meals. Yes. Are any of these addictive? Um, not Xenical. Okay. Ozempic, um, the need for it and the desire to be thin can cause an addiction, not a chemical addiction, it's a physical addiction. Yeah. Um, well, butrin, no, it's not addictive. Okay. Your your duramines, your amphetamine-style drugs, like the ones that we spoke about that used to be available over the counter in the yes. into the 90s, the no-visas. Those, those were highly addictive. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, amphetamine is addictive. Um have you seen the, there was a documentary on Netflix called Take Your Pills. No, but I'm definitely going to go it look for it now. It basically, it's almost endorsing the use of um, your stimulant drugs to to improve performance in the workplace and general life. Yeah. Um, so those products can be addictive. That, that's another whole subject. Um, yes, it is. Yeah. Another subject yeah. that we will have to deal with on yes. another day. Yes. <laughs> David Kahn, thank you very, very much for joining me today. I look forward to our next discussion. And let's talk about pain medications, what we are prescribing, 
and maybe we can also talk about fentanyl, oxycodone, all of those. We'll do that. Uh, just getting all the information. Uh, Carol Wangin, she says, if you did not eat all your food, no dessert is what I remember. You see? And that's a very good note <laughs> to leave it on. I wish you a wonderful day. Thank you so much to Craig Guthrie for pressing all the buttons and answering the phone. You should have seen him run. He doesn't need to go running up the stairs today. Hey, Craig. You've got all your exercise during this Disc and Medical Monday. Thank you so much to my producer, to my content producer, Harry Seleke. <laughs> Thank you so much to my wonderful guest, to David Kahn. You can visit David at Disc and Linksfield. And, of course, thank you to you. Thank you so much to uh, everybody who called in. I will be back on your radio next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful, healthy week. My name is Kathy Kayla, and this has been Diskim Medical Monday.